Hello and welcome back to the Home Out Advantage Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jude Swisher. Uh, joined with me today is Vincenzo Joseph, and he is a two-time national champion for Penn State University. Uh, and man, we had a really great time. So quick house cleaning. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at HMA Wrestling. Make sure to uh, pick up some merch if you guys would like. It's at www.hmawrestling.com slash shop. We have socks and hoodies and crewnecks and sweatshirts and all sorts of great things. So thank you guys so much for listening and I'll turn it over to Vincenzo Joseph. Hey, Vincenzo, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, it's a pleasure, dude. Uh, man, what are you up to? Uh, you know, typical Monday morning, um, kind of just sleep in a little bit. Um, you know, get ready to start my week. Uh, got my coffee brewing downstairs. Yeah. You know, so as soon as we're done here, you know, start breaking into that and get ready for the day. I know it's already time. Yeah. <laughs> start on this one, but we'll get there. Yeah. What, dude, how's training going right now? Um, you know, it's, it's all right. We're, um, you know, we're a little limited and, uh, you know, what we can do and everything. Um, you know, obviously super grateful to be able to be in the rec whenever we can. Mm. Um, right. Cause you guys were training at M2 for the past, you know, for a while there. Um, when did you guys get into the, to uh, your Penn State room? Um, towards, you know, whenever school was starting and things like that, I would say um, a little bit, a little bit into that. That's whenever the college guys were first able to come in. And then, you know, us and OWC guys shortly and after, you know, once, um, you know, things were going well with the team and everything like that. And they saw that they were able to, you know, have us in there and felt that it was safe. Then yeah. What's, what's the biggest difference um, for your, you know, like the team's training? Uh, I mean, you know, I would say just, um, we don't really have like a super strict, um, you know, schedule that we stick to. Right. Mm. And, um, that's just, that's something that we usually do. Um, we're usually pretty on top of things, you know, scheduling wise and stuff like that. But right now it's just like, you know, depending on sometimes certain guys can't come in because of, you know, contact tracing, things like that. So guys take time off and that kind of, you know, throws things like out of bounds, out of wow, out of whack, just because we can only stay with one partner. Right. Oh, yeah. So, so are you, do you have one partner for like a week or do you guys switch every practice or? Um, usually we do like we started off one for the week and then now occasionally we're able to switch like halfway through the week. So we might be able to do like two partners for the week, mm. but for the most time, one, one partner. And especially like, you know, right now um, we had some guys get contact trace a couple weeks ago. So we had to go back to one partner for a little bit. Uh, that's, yeah. that's frustrating. Uh, I mean, it is what it is, but you know, at least, at least we're able to get in there. Right. Right. So. Right, that is a good part. And, um, you know, for a lot of the NLWC guys, you guys had the news of like world championships that was going to be in December. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then basically as soon as the news came out, team USA decides not to send a team. How, uh, how are you guys reacting to that decision? Um, is it hard for any of you guys? Um, you know, we kind of knew it was coming. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a pretty good idea. So, you know, we, we were excited that there was a world championships and everything, but, you know, we obviously, you know, kept ourselves, you know, realistic, right? We realized that there's a good chance we wouldn't be able to go. So I think right now we have a pretty good attitude, you know, as a team. So we're just, we're just really looking forward to whatever's next and we're ready to move on. Mm. And what's next for, for you on your competition schedule? 
Um, well, I gotta, I gotta get a few things straightened out first, you know, kind of see where I'm at health wise. And then, um, you know, hopefully, you know, I think we have another match next month, you know, if I'm ready to go for that, then, you know, I'll be in that, on that. If not, then get back in January, you know, pretty yeah. much just whatever I can compete at next and I'll be healthy and, you know, in good shape and ready to go. Then that's what I'll do. Chenzo, what do you think about these, uh, these rock fin cards? Um, I think I think they're good for the sport, you know. Um, it gives a lot of our guys a good chance to compete too, especially you know see some guys that you know they haven't been able to see yet. Like we we're just talking about, you know, Carter and Greg, like those guys too. They got to wrestle some matches that um, you know we were all pretty excited about, mm. and uh, you know I think it's good for the you know good for our program too. It helps us bring in a little bit of money, you know, helps uh, helps grow wrestling. You know, I I really think it's just good all around. You know, do you think that? Uh... All right, so I'm actually I'm in the middle of a debate. Okay. And these the other, you know, the other people are saying like if these were folk style matches that it would actually be uh more attractive to a lot of like you know, spectators cuz a lot of Penn State's, you know, fan base is their folk style fans, right? You know. Mm -hmm. So do you think that if you know, some of those matches were folk style, do you think that it would bring in more viewers more revenue what do you think maybe um the only reason why that would be a thing would would just because if the public just you know doesn't want to watch freestyle because it's something they're not used to because they're not willing to you know try to watch something different um i i think freestyle wrestling is just as exciting if not more exciting probably more exciting than folk style wrestling probably. in my opinion yeah. um you know, like yeah, like the rules are different and everything like that, but you know, it's not it's not really super complicated, right? And it's just minor differences and at the end of the day it's still wrestling. Right. So, you know, I, I feel that for somebody as a spectator, I'm not saying that people are saying that they would watch it if it was folk style per se. It's just a question. But you know, if someone's saying that, Oh, if this was folk style I would watch it, you know, then like that's like pretty much saying like you know, if this was something different, I would watch it. You know, if this wasn't wrestling, right. like if you want me to, like you want me to wrestle Greco, then like you want me to, change, <laughs> if you want me to change my profession, then like, okay. Yeah. But yeah. NLWC people play cornhole or golf, right? Cornhole, golf. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, listen, we play a good amount of golf. So. I know, I dude. I saw uh, Bryce Meredith made a TikTok, and it was like there's like six Penn State wrestlers just. Hitting golf balls. I think I think the only golfer out of that group was Jason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, you could tell by their swings that there, right. there, were a ton of, there wasn't a ton of golf experience. You there. see Shakur's, and it just goes whoosh, off in a complete oh, yeah. opposite direction. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Oh man, that's funny. So hey, Chenzo, where did you grow up? I'm from Pittsburgh, so I grew up uh, city of Pittsburgh, right outside little uh town called oakwood like it's in the city uh went to private school catholic school my whole life city school system was uh wasn't super great so you know i was fortunate enough that my parents you know sent me to better schooling and things and uh just grew up wrestling in clubs and stuff like that when uh when did you start wrestling i was um i was five years old and i had an older brother and our school we went to local public school around like came out and tried to get kids to come and join the wrestling program. So they went to my brother's class 
and my brother wanted to join the wrestling team. We came home, told our parents. I was like, I think I was in kindergarten. He was in first grade. So then after that, he was like, all right, like, you know, my parents put him in wrestling. You know, you're gonna, they're going to take me with them too, obviously, you know, right. I'm the younger. So it just kind of stuck and it was pretty much how it happened. How much, uh, how much success did your older brother have? He only wrestled for a couple of years. Ah, uh, but, but why did you yeah. stick with it? I I don't know. Like I just liked it. Uh, he wanted to go play basketball with his like friends or whatever. And like you know, he was getting to that age and stuff. So he did. And I didn't really want to. I just like doing my own thing. Mm. So I just stuck with wrestling, and it turned out pretty good. Did uh, you know? Did did anyone else in your family wrestle uh, aside from your older brother, parents, or anything? Um. So my dad actually wrestled for like a year or two in high school, but like it wasn't like you know he wasn't really passionate enough about it or really knew enough about it though at that time to really like put me and my brother into it though mm. so I don't think I would have wrestled if that wouldn't have happened mm. how uh how good were you at a young age I was okay um you know whenever as like a novice and stuff I was okay like I would get beat up you know but uh right I got I got better as I got older you know I was always good but wasn't ever to be ever able to be like the best guys whenever I was a kid you know, I'd always be like, you know, like second tier, mm. you know, type of guy. But eventually I'd say probably like junior, senior of high school is whenever I finally kind of closed that gap and was able to kind of compete with, you know, the best guys, I feel. Did you get uh, you get any of those PJW state titles? Yeah, so I got two of them. Oh, my um, gosh. That's hard, I dude. Two, I got two of them. I got two PJW titles, two PA state titles, and then two NCAAs. Jeez. So and I uh I took fifth in PJWs twice. So yeah, and the, but I I I think I went like four years in a row. So the years that it was my down year, I did not place. But the years it was my up year, I took like fifth or something. Um, it can be hard, right? It is hard, like especially yeah. you know when ah, uh, like those older age groups. Whenever you're going up mm -hmm. in age group, because it's like nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Whenever you're in the down year and you're wrestling like. 12 year olds and some of these right. kids are just stronger than you like, what are you gonna do it's hard so whenever whenever i was a kid it was um the youngest division was 10 under for pjws mm -hmm. so i was set i wrestled at 10 under as a seven and an eight year old at oh my gosh i didn't place either time but i made it in that yeah that's that's really that's got to be crazy that's crazy yeah, difficult. Like, we had, you know, I wasn't the only one who would do that. You know, we had guys, like, I'm pretty sure Kemmer was at, like, was in my bracket, too. We were both, like, seven wrestling in, like, the 10-year-old group. So, oh, like, my gosh. Yeah. So, like, it was, like, it was funny. Like, we'd go, like, I'm pretty sure I went Owen, too. Mm -hmm. But got some ice cream at Hershey, so. It was yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fun part. Um, uh -huh. Did you, did you wrestle in a lot of big tournaments when you were a kid? Uh, not a ton. Um, you know, I would do Fargo. Um, my high school team, we would do Ironman and, and, you know, Powerade and all that. Um, whenever, you know, I was a kid, kid, I would do, you know, dual teams and stuff like that with Team PA, you know, Waddle Adults, Virginia Beach, stuff like that. Mm. You know, I, n I never really did, um, like, Tulsa Nationals or anything like that. I think I right. went, like, once. But, you know. Dude, that stuff's crazy. There's, like, there's kids who, they, you know, they get fl flown out all over the country and they wrestle in all these tournaments. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. Wild. I know that. I mean, uh, Coach David, you wrestled in like everything from he six. Yeah, he wrestled everywhere. That's wild. That's crazy. It's, 
yeah you know that's that's super impressive from the parents right that they're right. you know that committed to help their kids and you know it's, i think it's cool to see you know my parents were like that too take me any, everywhere anywhere i would need to go mm. we would drive a lot though and like you know being from pa right we didn't really have to go super far exactly to find good competition you know most of it was in our backyard right. right we would we would like you know we would drive across the country like we were in iowa wrestling um like an all-star match you know just like middle school like and then our teams wrestled in the finals mm. you know just like that's how it would be like everywhere we would go somewhere and then like our pennsylvania teams we would wrestle each other in the finals nice <laughs> yeah that's awesome man and yeah, like i mean where you're at in pittsburgh that's a super deep area for uh mm-hmm. as far as just competition goes um jeez yeah. uh chenzo was there a point in your wrestling career either youth or high school or whenever where you like really decided that you loved it you know because like for a lot of people they don't if they people figure it out at different points in their life right so I've, uh, you know, I've, I've said this a few times, you know, just like, you know, doing podcasts, things like that. But I actually really wasn't even playing on wrestling in college until I was like a junior in high school. Whoa. Like I really, yeah, I really wasn't that interested in it. I liked wrestling, but it wasn't like, I didn't <laughs> love it. It wasn't like a defining factor of who I was, I guess. Hmm. It might not still be, but, you know, it, um, it grew a lot on me. You know, I started to really like, appreciate it and really enjoy it more. I'd say whenever I was probably around a junior. Right. And that's, I mean, like, like you said, you didn't, you know, close that gap with the, the, the right. top guys until, you know, that junior, senior year. And um, I definitely think that it goes together. Right. Yeah. What do you think, uh, what was the biggest reason for you to just, you know, get invested in the sport? I think things just started to kind of click for me. And then, you know, you know, uh, things just kind of started to slow down a little bit. Mm. And you kind of start seeing things differently. You know, you kind of, you, you want to learn more. You want to get better, right? You want to be more creative with your wrestling rather than like, you know, you're drilling a thousand single legs a day. Like, yeah, you need to do that. Like you need to do that at some point. You need to drill your single legs. You need to drill all your stuff. But like, I think the creativity factor, just like learn to experiment with different stuff is whatever, you know, that's what I started to learn as I was getting older in wrestling. And it just became a lot more fun for me. Now, was that something you found out on your own or was it, um, you know, was it your coaches that helped show you this or, or what? Um, I think both, right? Um, I think my coaches definitely helped guide me, you know, to the point where I wanted to be. I had really good coaching. Um, you know, my high school coach, he was my coach since I was, you know, a little kid, six, seven years old. You know, he was national champ at Penn State. Um, no, he was just really good. He knows his stuff, right? And he's he's a really good feel, really good flow about him with his wrestling. And I feel like, you know, that kind of rubbed off on me a little bit. Who is bit. it? Uh, Abe. He nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he wrestled, uh, he wrestled Kendall at the Olympics. He or Kendall won. He was, you know. He's awesome. If you want to watch some good wrestling, look him up, man. He was quick. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think just a lot of, you know, his just mentality and everything kind of rubbed off on me and then that just kind of helped me you know become better and succeed at the next level what uh what clubs did you wrestle for so i wrestled at his club which was pitbull they just brought they're just bringing it back now it was gone for a few years um and then i wrestled at young guns too mm. now did you wrestle all year round or would you you know take the summer off 
I wrestled all year round. Yeah. Like I'd say I'd say like starting like middle school up I was all year round. Then even whenever you know I was like elementary school, I would um I would do like camps in the summer. You know, I wouldn't wrestle all summer, but I would do a few camps here and there. Mm. Now was that was that your decision to wrestle all year round? No. No? Oh. <laughs> whenever it? whenever whenever I was a kid it was not my decision to wrestle all year round. Nice. Once you know, once I was older, it was my decision to wrestle right. all year round. But what's that? Nothing. I I just said that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Um man. So hey, talk about the decision for you guys to go to you went to Pittsburgh Central, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and that's a private school. Um, it is. Talk about that decision. Well, I mean, um it was a catholic school that was nearby private school that you know they had a wrestling team that was pretty much it it wasn't yeah it wasn't, oh, yeah. There, wasn't there wasn't like a huge thought process on it i mean you know that's where my coach was at also mm. so it, like it just worked out well um you know it was due there you know pittsburgh you know pittsburgh public schools um but also like you know I talked to my dad too about, you know, sending me to like, you know, a prep school mm. at that age also. Like he was considering looking at like, you know, he was talking to coaches at seminary at the time too. So Oh man. Um, I'm not saying that I'm happy I didn't do that, but you know, I th- I think that we made the right decision in not going to a prep school. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, talk about your high school years, right? You were a two time state champ. Um, your junior and senior year, what was like that, you know, you, you, you made a jump there, right? So you medaled every single year, um, but, you know, sophomore to your junior year, you finally got it done. What was that like for you? Um, you know, it was a good feeling, man. That was like really, you know, my first time really like, uh, like winning something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I won like PGW titles and stuff whenever I was right. a kid, but, you know, it's a little different. Um you know, whenever, you know, going through high school, especially like my sophomore year, my sophomore year was like super up and down. I think I was 20 and 10 going into the state tournament and I quit my, and I, and I quit the team during the year. Oh. <laughs> so I had a, I had a real rough sophomore year, but then, you know, junior year comes around. I never, you know, would have thought that, you know, I'd be contending for, you know, state title, you know, whatever, which I was a sophomore, but I wasn't really thinking, all right, I'm going to keep getting better from here. Because it was a bad year. Oh man. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that year that summer happens. Um I'm supposed to wrestle 126 at Fargo that summer. Mm-hmm. And I get to camp and like, you know, my weight was way high and couldn't get, you know, we didn't have any spots at 132 pounds. So I had to go up to 138. Whoa. And I didn't cut weight for the tournament and I felt so great. Nice. So I kind of like let my, I, I let my body grow and I can't end up gaining like 20 something pounds went up three weight classes. Oh. And then that's my junior year. That's whenever I started to feel really good. I started you got, kind of, you also 138 your junior year. Mm-hmm. I started the year at 145 and then I cut down once we got the two pound allowance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jeez. Yeah. What a, I forgot my question. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you, so you wrestled, you said you wrestled Fargo. Um, uh-huh. Were you ever that invested in, in freestyle as a young kid or, or even through high school? Yeah, I liked it. Um, I, I would say I, I've always kind of preferred freestyle a little more than folk style wrestling. 
just um and I really did it in college a ton just because, you know, I would like to have a little little bit of time off season to kind of just get some space away. Just right. you know, mental space. It's hard it's hard for me to do a whole season then, you know, right into, you know freestyling. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, you know, wrestling, you know, the best guys in the world. So mm. it's a little different. But yeah, um I wrestled at Fargo all the time and everyone came in second. Do. Came in second twice. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Both two tail ends, actually. I came in second in my first ever Fargo bracket and came in second in my last ever one. Oh, and man. And then I didn't, didn't make the finals any time in between. Oh. Jeez, that, like, was that hard for you? Um, so I have a funny story, actually. Um, nice. My, uh, going into my senior year of high school, I lost in the finals to Isaiah White. Isaiah's a really good wrestler. It was a pretty good match. Um, you know, and we're sitting there, you know, and you sit in chairs right before you go up on the podium after they, like, line you up. Mm -hmm. And Mason Manville was sitting behind me. Oh, right? oh Mason. And Mason, <laughs> Mason. Mason just won. And, you know, me and Mason go back, right? Right. And uh, he's like, oh, hey, hey, Chenzo, how many stop signs you got? I think this is, like, my fourth or fifth one. And I was like, and I was like, all right. Um, fast forward a year and a half later, I I remembered all of this. Yeah, a year and a half later, he comes he comes up to visit Penn State one time. Everyone got out of the room. I got Mason for a bit. I wrestled Mason for like an hour and a half, and wasn't super good for him. Oh. <laughs> it was just like you know, I've been, I've been in college for a bit. He was still in high school, so. uh I had to I, I had to ask him how many stop signs he had. <laughs> I, so I, I, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of a jerk to him for a little bit. I kind of beat him up for a while. But mm. it was good for both of us. I got right. that little finger out. And it made him tougher. So it was yeah. good. Hey, it works it out. Good. And Man, Mason, uh, Mason's a funny guy. Because I oh, remember I, I would wrestle. I would come in um, the year after my freshman year. So I guess that's the summer of 2019. I would come in and wrestle a little bit uh, for the NLWC practice. And one time I was mm -hmm. standing there, like minding my own business, like not talking to anybody. And I had never even spoken to Manville before. And Mason comes up behind me, just goes rear naked. just just, just <laughs> he's like, just squeezing. And I, he's, I'm like, oh, oh, oh. and he's like, tap, tap. And I'm like, okay. And I, so I tap and he's like, gotcha. And I was like, great. Thanks, Mason. <laughs> it was weird. But yeah, see, he's I, like, I'm not, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. No, if someone comes up and starts choking me, like we're gonna have a problem. I don't, I don't like that. Man, I uh, well, you had an older brother. I'm the oldest of, like five. So Mason, mm -hmm. is kind of like the older brother to me, and he just, you know, beats me up sometimes. There's He's a good dude. Do about it. I like him. I like mm -hmm. him. A lot. So do I. Yeah. Man. Manvilles. All right. So what was that? What was the recruiting process like for you? I mean, dude, you were successful at in high school, right? You wrestled who's number one, and um, mm -hmm. so I'm sure you had like a lot of calls and whatever. Uh, yeah, I did. Um, you know, it's it's pretty nice, right? Um, I mean, ultimately, you know, I I um I don't want to say that you know I wanted to come to Penn State the whole time because you know I was very much wanted to keep my options open, but right. it was it was hard to you know it would have been hard to go somewhere else, I think, and. Just and that's just for me, you know. I think I just fit in here well. Um, I live pretty close, you know. My my brother went here. Oh yeah. Uh, 
yeah so it just like it, it kind of just made sense for me you know like my family was here um you know best wrestling place to train probably in the entire world as a middle upperweight right um so like really it was kind of i don't want to say it was a no-brainer it was just like if i want my wrestling to be the best you know possibly could be this was the best place for me to go to and you know i looked at other schools too i looked at you know iowa and cornell and you know schools like that and they they were great you know um i don't have really anything bad to say about them at all um it just this was just the the best option i felt mm. so mm. so what was that transitional year for you so you senior year to your redshirt freshman year what was that like for you um, you know, a lot of free time. Um, <laughs> it's a little different, you know, just when you first go into college and everything. But, you know, I was, you know, I was, I was definitely super focused. Um, you know, I trained really hard my whole freshman year. You know, I almost ended up wrestling. Um, coaches were considering pulling my red shirt at the end of the year. Oh. Who was who yeah. the starter that year? Wait, were you at 57 or 65 for that year? 65. So it was Shakur and Gino were wrestling at 65 oh, that year. Right. But they were both, they were both like having a hard time making weight. Yeah, because Shakur, both... he was, he was sucking a lot, right? Well, so was, so was Gino too. Um, Shakur definitely a little bit more because oh. Shaq's like a 184 pounder. Um, Gino ended up wrestling 174 the next year. He felt he a bit better there, but. Yeah, it just – I almost ended up wrestling. Um, it was, like, the Sunday before Big Tens. Like, I was just sitting in my room, like, just waiting. Like, I was going to find out, like, with, mm. you know, within the next few hours. And then Coach Kale calls me. He's like, hey, we're just going to stick with Gino. Um, we'll save you for next year. And I was like, all right. Were you – did you want to wrestle? Did you want your red shirt to get pulled? No, if it did, like, you know, I'm the type of guy, like, if it, if it did, like, that's cool. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Um I personally, like, if it was my decision at the time, I would have wanted to stay redshirted rather than right. just have, you know, three weeks of a wrestling season. Um, but, you know, if if they pulled my redshirt and said, you're wrestling, I would have been ready to go. Nice. That's yeah. a good, hey, that's a good mentality to have. I know that, um, <laughs> especially with, like, what's going on right now with COVID and whatever, and we don't know if we're going to have much of a season or anything. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's a lot of talk about just being – ready to go, you know, Great. keeping like, uh, coach Mark told us the other day, like, don't, don't allow yourself to get up and down. Just like stay on the, uh, stay on that, the train, not the roller coaster. Right. right you yeah. just gotta just keep going along. And then as soon as you know, it's going to happen, you're going to be ready to go. So, right. I don't know. That's what Absolutely. I got to focus on. Um, and then, you know, your freshman year, right. So you get, you you come in, you're the starter. Uh, you win your first match, right? And then your first home match, right, against uh, Stanford, you took you took a loss. What w was that hard for you? What was that like? <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know if you watched the match. I have not. If you, saw, if you ever saw the match, so I like, I was losing twelve to one in the first minute. Like I got mm. thrown, I got thrown twice in oh, the first okay. the match. So I was like. <laughs> immediately was like i was like oh this is terrible like <laughs> <laughs> like i was like i gotta try to claw to this one so like i i think that you know that was a good learning experience for me because right after that happened i came out you know 
I'm trying to throw this guy too after, you know, he's just kind of backing up, you know, not backing up, but he's not letting me. Uh, if I'm up 12 to, if I'm up 12 to one on someone and they're chasing after me, I'm going to, you know, make sure that they can't also. Right. Right. So it took me a few minutes in the match to realize that I just got to stick to, you know, my stuff. Right. Rather than just trying to, you know, go for like throws and stuff the whole time when I'm down. So I ended up getting some good leg attacks, second, third period, ended up not giving up the major. That's that dude. That's impressive. <laughs> especially being down by 11 points. At the end of the I mean, no, down by 11, I shouldn't have given it up, but like I got, I'm pretty sure I got taken down again at some point. Mm. Um, but, like, it was just, like, it was a good kind of awakening, you know, like, you're wrestling grown men now. Mm. That's just kind of what it felt like to me. It was, like, you know, you're not – these aren't kids anymore. I don't know. That's just, like – but I ended up wrestling him again first round at NCAAs. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Wait, let, me, I, was, I, let me see how that one went. Let me. I got the wrestle stat pulled up. 2017. Right. It, it was a much – much 5-1. Yeah. Yep. 5-1. He kept it nice and controlled that time. Nice. Didn't get yeah. didn't get chucked to our back. <laughs> Not once or twice. Man. So that NCAA tournament, you I mean, dude, did you expect to make the finals? Um, I knew if I wrestled well I could make the finals. Yeah. I knew that, you know, I um I knew I was gonna have Logan in the semis if I got there. And, you know, he was wrestling really good that year. Um He's a good wrestler, and you know we wrestled before then, so um, knew it was gonna be a good match. So right. uh, just pretty much just staying focused the whole time, and you know just doing your job, um, scoring when you need to. Really important. Uh, just kind of just kind of going for stuff like I don't know, like NCAs. A lot of people like kind of like hold back and things like that, and a lot of times if you just go for stuff, people really won't be expecting it. And that's whenever right. you kind of score big, your big moves. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what what were your coaches, you know, what what were they saying to you as you're, you know, gearing up for this NCAA tournament? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, five years ago, huh? Yeah, right? You said you, hey, you, rem- said you remember stuff. I do. Um, I remember some things. I don't, I don't know, man. They're probably, probably just telling me, you know, normal things that they talk about just you know believing in your training right you know whenever you believe in your training it just kind of gives even me just like a calm feeling about my competition if i believe my i know that i'm going to compete the best that i can and that's really all there is to it Mm. um believing my training staying focused during matches you know i like i got to keep reminding myself while i'm wrestling you know stay in my wrestling stance you know move like that because i'll forget so (laughs) hey it happens Um, all of us right absolutely it does so it's just you know simple things like that and then um you know just wrestle from your positions Hmm. and then never stop wrestling yeah right that's that's pretty much it so and i'm pretty sure you guys hear that all the time too all the time almost those exact same words (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so you're going into the finals against mm-hmm. Isaiah Martinez. He had already beaten you twice that season, right? Right. Right. Man, what was that? Like, obviously, you got to think, like, it's it's in, it's within reach, right? I think that they were mm-hmm. three-point matches each time. Um, what were you expecting to happen? I knew that, um, you know, I, Isaiah's real, he's a really good wrestler, and mm-hmm. he's – 
what he's best at is he's just tough, right? Right. He's gonna he's gonna beat you up. He's gonna make it a fight. He's gonna like, beat you up. And I knew that like I just couldn't let that happen. So I went in with the attitude like if we're banging heads, you know, we're banging heads. Like you know, I'm gonna come after this guy just like he's coming after me, and just give myself a shot to win. Mm. And I was, you know. And then, I mean, what was your mentality before the match at Big Tens? Like, you know, obviously it was, it was, it's a different match, right? So were you mm -hmm. expecting it to, were you going to go out there to make it less of a fight um, as opposed to the finals, national finals, when you went out to just go get it done? Um, I, I think that, you know, once I made the, once I made national finals a year, I had just from that day, just more confidence in general. Mm that just helped me wrestle harder, you know, um, as opposed to, not, like, I don't want to say, like, I just, like, like, you know, lay down or anything like that, but just, like, all right, like, you know, at Big Tens, I'm wrestling, you know, number one guy who's supposed to win. I'm going to try to keep it close, you know, right. maybe, you know, and that's, and that's not really the mindset I had at NCAAs. It was, like, I'm just going to, I'm going to go fight. And it's just, mm -hmm. I guess, just a different attitude, different match approach. Right, and, I mean, you were talking about, um, like you said, just scoring when you need to, right? And, and going for it if it's there. Um, mm. And man, you hit that, uh, you hit the inside trip, the national finals for the pin. Um, when did you feel that inside trip coming earlier in the match or was, when it was there, did you just, just take it? Um, so after I was up, um, I'm pretty sure. So I've I've had to break this match down at, at like camps and stuff before. Of course, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he he um he tries to force like a body lock position like twice. Right. And then once he did that, I was like, okay. Once he does it again, then I'll go trip. And then he did it again, then I went trip. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. So like it's pretty much it. It was like like kind kind of how I drew it up in my head at the time. Um, once I once I felt him kind of you know go for a body lock position. Um, he did it like a little bit in the beginning of the match, but. Towards the end, he started, uh, you know, you're losing in third period. Hey, you gotta go. Yeah, exactly. So, mm. man, and then, you know, you hear the ref hit the mat. You know, and I here's actually a funny, funny story. My uh, computer background is that picture of you were you're both laying on your back. Yeah. You you're laying on your back and you're you know overjoyed and. and Imar's laying on his back and he's crushed. Um, yeah. Obviously, like that's got to be one of the greatest feelings in in your wrestling career, would you say? Yeah, I mean, and I think that picture and just how you put it just describes it so perfectly, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, and it's there's such small things, you know. Like that was a one point match right before that. That match right. is going, it's going either way, and just that small thing between those two different types of feelings. You know, um, I've been on both ends. I would say that I would say though that at the, at that moment in time though there really there isn't much like it. It doesn't la it doesn't last super long, but like at the moment though it feels pretty good. Yeah, uh, we can. I mean, here's the thing: we can only imagine us us wrestlers, us kids who are haven't had that opportunity. We can only imagine what it feels like. I mean, I remember just losing my mind. I mean, I've I've been a Penn State for uh, Penn State fan for a very long time, and I remember mm -hmm. watching that match and just like going crazy. I was like 
12 years old, <laughs> 13 yeah. years old. Um, but it was, it was wild, man. Um, geez. And so your sophomore year, you know, it went, uh, you did, you performed a lot better overall. Uh, you still, you know, you still ended up taking losses. Uh, and, um, and even in your junior year, like you, you lost in the finals. And, um, I remember you once told me that, that these losses, like you just, you, you hate to lose more than you love to win. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> how did how did how did these losses uh form you as a as a wrestler and as a person? Um I mean, you, you learn to deal with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um you know, it's it's it sucks, you know, lo- losing at any time isn't fun, especially especially in bigger matches, you know, that are you know, more important. Um for me, you know, it just it it helps me, you know, keep you know, stay level-headed, you know, stay humble. Um, you know, you just, you know, you want, you got to be the best that you can be, right? Right. It, it keeps reminding me that, you know, I can only be the best Vincenzo that I can be. You know, that doesn't like, and whatever that is, like, who knows, you know, maybe, maybe I'll be an Olympic champ someday. Maybe, maybe not, you know, that's the goal, but we'll see if I can get there. I can only be the best that I can be. Mm. So, I don't know, that's just kind of how I think about that. When you look back at your college career, what are the biggest takeaways from it, and and what are some things that you wish you did differently? Um, you know, I I don't wouldn't say I really wish I did anything differently. Um, you know, I I learned a lot. I'm pretty grateful for you know everything that's happened. Um, I would say you know I have some just some very good relationships. You know, just with some of the guys here, just some incredible people. You know that I've uh, met in this program, just come along and, uh, built good relationships with Mm. that's, you know, I, I cherish that a lot. Um, obviously, you know, like we won four national titles. Yeah. Like that's pretty cool too. Just having a really good team is really fun. Right. And so it was kind of a no brainer for you to stay on with the NLWC, right? I mean, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it would have been really hard to go anywhere else. Just my, my coaches here and, and my workout partners and everything, you know, it's, it's all the same guys plus, plus more, you know, we have, we have Kyle Snyder and, you know, we got Thomas Gilman, you know, just, I, I might not wrestle with them a ton, you know, I will every once in a while, but just, you know, guys to talk to pick their brain, you know, hear right. all they think. They're incredible people. Yeah. Man. So, okay. So here's, here's a question before NCAA's got canceled this year. Mm-hmm. What what did you think of COVID nineteen? Like how, uh, you know, you see it, you see it on Instagram, you see the memes, mm-hmm. but like, did you really expect anything to come of it? Um, I didn't expect this. No. Right. Um. I I don't know. I mean, I really. I, I'm really not going to throw my opinion out there right now. <laughs> um, you know, I, I had it over the summer. You know, I felt like I had the cold. Um, but yeah. that's it? Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think it's a it's an interesting thing that... I think it's good that the vaccine is coming soon and that we should probably get to administering it. But, hey, that's not my say either. Right. So. <laughs> man, I find it 
interesting that like i mean we both competed like within a week of everything happening right i mean you got you had big tens i was at the yeah. state tournament and then right you know one week later right or you know two weeks later it's we can't train we can't go to wrestling practice um, can't go anywhere you can't go and, to the store it was weird what mm-hmm. uh how did you cope with that it was um I, I, i'm not gonna lie it was it was kind of a weird time you know um, right. i was i was pretty i was i was pretty upset you know um i was having a hard time just like i didn't get to finish my final year and then like mm-hmm. there was just nothingness was going on so right. like i didn't know what i was doing with my life you know like i i didn't know if wrestling was going to be you know a thing again i knew i didn't know if sports were gonna continue i thought the world you know might just change completely mm-hmm. but just you know um i eventually you know just cleared my head you know i go for runs you know stuff like that you know i got some i had some gym equipment at the house you know we would do some circuits and things like that there just to you know stay in shape stuff like that but uh you know i think i think that was good you know us just being able to you know honestly just working out for anything because it kind of gives you a goal you know that's I think that's kind of what helped me and some of the other guys really deal with, you know, that, you know, late spring, early summer, just like mm. kind of like, it was kind of like a gloomy time period for us. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it was pretty much for everyone. I mean, yeah. Um, I was, I was, I was grateful that our M2 coaches would, uh, would hold practices, you know, virtually and things like that. Did, mm. uh, how did, your coaching staff, so the, the Penn State guys, how did they uh, address the situation and, um, and what did they do to, to support you guys? You know, they, they, they would check in with us all the time, mm-hmm. you know, see how everyone's doing. Um, you know, we had team meetings occasionally, but, you know, got to a point where I wasn't on the team anymore. So right. <laughs> I, st- I stopped going to those. Um, but, you know, they, they were great. It's just like we didn't do like virtual practice or anything like that. You know, we, you know, we can – we do that stuff on our, our own. Um, but, you know, just like I said, checking in with us, making sure everything's good to go. You know, I uh, met, met up with Coach Cal a couple of times there and just to talk about, you know, NLWC stuff like that. Right. So, you know, I, I think it was good. Um, they did the best they could, you know, with everything, mm. you know, and they, and they, they really still are, you know, they, they take all the precautions they need to, but they really fight, you know, to get us everything that we need. Right. And that's what a, that's what a good coach does, right? Get, mm-hmm. get his athletes every opportunity. Right. Um, Chenzo, when uh, when did you know that you wanted to stay on at the NLWC and compete for a world and Olympic title? I never really like once once I was here, that was kind of the plan. Mm. You know, I never really thought about doing anything else yeah. <laughs> yeah that was kind of just like the plan moving forward you know once I started my college wrestling career here I was like all right like you know this goes well we're just gonna stick around nice so, and yeah. man so so what what goals do you have for your future I mean on and off the mat even you know um like I said you know I wanna, you know I make the Olympic team you know I want to be Olympic champ I want to do all that stuff um and we're just going to see how it goes. Mm. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to train my butt off, give myself the best opportunity I can to win. And we'll see how it goes from there. Yeah. 
What about off, what about the, off the mat? Yeah. Off the mat? Oof. Um, I'm figuring that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude. You know, um, you know, working with uh, M2 Training Center has been has been huge. You know, super grateful to be a part of that. Um, that's about it. That's all there is to it, right? That's, that's, all, that's all I've been doing. Yeah, just wrestling and then working with you guys like once a week. <laughs> yeah, right, man. I can't wait till uh, hopefully the room can get opened up a little bit more. Cause before, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, before COVID, we could have as many as three, four, five coaches per practice. Right. So that's, I mean, it's it's funny to see like now each practice is a little bit different depending on who's running it, right? Mm-hmm. So Coach David yeah. is usually pretty excited to be there. They usually do some pretty fun things, you know, wrestle really, really hard. Coach Eric challenges us a lot mentally. You know, Coach Mark's a goofy guy. <laughs> nice. But um, I don't know. It's pretty cool. I'm sure you guys will figure me out at some point. Yes, hopefully. Getting <laughs> in here. Um, so, all right, I got a couple last questions. First of all, did you hit any inside trips your senior year? I don't know. I don't know. I don't because you I mean you hit it a lot your freshman sophomore year. I think as you uh as my, you knees kept get, going, my knees just get bad, man. Yeah? Do you think yeah. it's cause you're you're twisting that that foot out and hit planting it? That, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't like I don't really it's not something I drill a ton. Like if it's there, it's there. Because hmm. hmm. I, I remember like, that was like your thing, man. Your freshman yeah. sophomore year, they're like, oh, inside trip. And you get it on everybody and then like by your junior year you were hitting a lot of like blast doubles and then senior year I don't even know if you hit an inside trip um I'll have to go back and look I might have not though jeez it's kind of it's funny how like you're uh I mean all of our wrestling just like evolves as we well get I would I think three or four times my senior year I would be like in an overhook position on the right side and I would step around and throw because mm-hmm. everyone thought I'd go inside, so I just started stepping out. Pranking them. They yeah, weren't ready for that. Nope, not a ton. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, so talk about, um, man, you you guys, your whole team would kind of do, like, the same move, right? So I remember, like, you and uh, you would go and hit a, hit a, a twister or a, what do you call it, cement, cement job? Stone mixer, yeah. Cement mixer, yeah. So you'd hit a cement mixer, and then Mark Hall would go out and hit a cement mixer. Um, and Roman Bravo Young would hit Winn-Dixies. And, you know, you guys would just do each other's moves and hit them all in a row. Did you guys plan that? No, but, like, it's, it's not planned. But, you know, depending <laughs> who we're wrestling, I might pull Mark aside. Like, hey, I might look for a mixer to smash. And he's like, all right. Like, all right. <laughs> like, you know, and then, and then he'll, he'll try to – you know, one up that because he wrestles after me, mm-hmm. yeah. and 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 he usually does. So <laughs> nice, and that's that, what what's that relationship like with you guys on the team? Do you guys, um, and do you when you walk off the mat, are you guys like, all right, we did it, we nailed it? Um, I mean, yeah, like you like pinning people and cool stuff, right? isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's really fun. fun. Um. You know, I, I started getting better at pinning people, like, as I got older. I, I had, like, I think four pins total my first two years of college. Oh, man. Yeah, then I had, like, 15 or 16 my junior year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it's, like, 
like we'll like talk about it too like you know we, yeah. we help each other out we sh- you know we show each other stuff things like that mm. man all right last question yeah. uh people mispronounce your name all the time. Lot, right what's like the worst one you've ever heard um vincino is pretty bad <laughs> vincino um <laughs> it's usually just vincenzo that's what everyone calls vincenzo. me unless <laughs> just it drives me crazy yeah. is that why you go by chenzo yeah well no my um again back to my, my older brother that's just what he called me when we were like children we were like toddlers mm-hmm. so that's just kind of so. stuck yeah i don't know you did get called vincento the other day by uh <laughs> receptionist uh well, she, uh, she called me the wrong. yeah she, she called, called me you the wrong, yeah. that's okay she'll come around yeah she better um, yeah she'll and... come around Geez, so hey, Coach Chenzo, thank you so much hey, for, anytime, uh, for coming on my dumb little podcast. <laughs> uh, it was it was a dude, it was a pleasure talking to you. Hopefully I see you sometime uh soon this week. Hopefully yeah, all goes sure. well. Um, you know, off the mat for you and you know, you can get back to competing sometime soon. Hey, appreciate that, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, it was a pleasure. All right, cool.